So how would you deal with this year? So you've had sex with somebody, yeah? Mm -hmm. And it's a secret. It's one of them situations where you're taken to your grave. Not even just once. Let's say you've had sex a few times. Mm. And um, one of your friends showed interest in being with the person. Like, how does how do you address that? It's a secret. Like, uh, <laughs> it's kind of sticky, yeah? It's kind of sticky. But I would expect the person that I'm fucking in secret to let the other person know that it's not that. Because obviously I can't yeah. say anything, it's a secret. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so I think that that person, that person that I'm fucking should definitely be like, do you know what, it's not that, I'm, yeah, I, I don't like you or, you know, I'm not interested or whatever have you, because it's a secret. I don't get anything like Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hi guys, and welcome to episode one, two, one. One to one, Ericsson, <laughs> but you done. <laughs> Where did I, where's that? Have you never heard that before? No. School times. I'm done. Anyway, welcome to episode 121 of the Two Twos podcast. I am Nana. And I am Rose. And together we are Two Twos. How are you doing? How yeah, you I'm doing? good. I'm good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the feels of our event yesterday. Mm. Do you know, I'm not hanging, but no. I just feel like, do you know, we, we went to our barbecue the night before. For our friend Whitney's 31st birthday. Yeah. I'm not sure she wants me to tell people that she's 31, but she's 31. She calls it 21 and some change. That's a whole lot of change. Um, <laughs> <child>. <laughs> and um that was a bit of a late night. That was definitely a drunken night after that. One. Oh my god. That yeah. was yeah, the drinks were flowing. Was flowing. The next morning I woke up, I definitely had a banging headache. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. And yes, I think that yeah, lack of sleep. We had to wake up quite early for our event the next day. Yep. So I think lack of sleep, um, and also having a good time and jumping up and down in the club. That takes a lot of energy. Do you know what I'm saying? It does. And also mental energy, because we're putting on an event. As much as we're yeah. still working, yeah. we need to be making sure everyone's having a good time, everyone mm -hmm. is safe. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure that, um, yeah, that things are just going smoothly. Like, yeah. you need to be really alert, even though you're having fun. Exactly. So It's true. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely tired. I'm exhausted. And I had to get up early for work. Hey. Mm. Yeah, so, so I'm absolutely exhausted. But yesterday was amazing. Like, yeah. The vibes were so good. Like this was this was our first brunch. Yeah. Basically, if you're not following We Are River on Instagram and on Twitter, please go and do that now. Yeah, man. Because we are trying to give you some amazing events. We want to give you variety. But yeah, go back to yesterday. Yesterday was our first brunch, and it was just just. Mm. It was giving. It was giving everything. Yes. You know, it gave what we're supposed to give. Yes. Let's start with the rum punch. Let's go. Let's start from the beginning. Mm. The beginning. Do you know what? Actually, let's start from the beginning at 2 p.m. when it started. People came on time. <sighs> let's get into that. Like, we were for, however, for an event for black queer people in the daytime. At 2 p.m. it started and people came on time. <clears throat> people came up. Uh, I'm shocked. People even keep, well, apparently people even left from 1.30 before we were there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they, were yeah they were sitting outside in the smoking area yeah, for 30 minutes before yeah. we came. Yeah. And you know what? That just goes to show you that people are, I mean, sometimes, but people do want something. So the brunch, I don't know if there's any other like queer black brunches there out there. One. There is another one. I forgot what it's called, um, but it's mainly um, queer men oh, that right. attend. Yeah. And yeah, I think I have seen some like women there and stuff like that. You know, the queer boys always have some girls around there. Yeah, they always do. So I don't they're know if they're queer women as well. Like, I don't want to make that assumption, but yeah. It's predominantly for men. I, and I feel like something with the queer events, like I think that 
if the promoters are women identifying or male identifying or non-binary, like everyone gravitates to that. So like, yeah. because we're women, but a lot we get a lot of women to our events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their one, I guess, because the promoters are guys, mainly guys go to their event. Mm. But we, it's working for everybody. We want to see more men at our We events. do want to see more yeah. men at events. We just like, I probably could have counted on like my, ten, yeah, definitely you know, 10 or below. Yeah. Like yeah. 10, you know, f- you know, fingers, like how many men there were, but, and they, they're so light, like, our friend Noah was on the stage. Oh, <laughs> one of the stories. Yeah. Noah was giving. Noah was giving the French boy on Instagram and Twitter. Just Twitter. He's Noah Prempe on. Instagram. Oh, Noah Prempe. Yeah. He was, you know, he, you know, he, he dances, he, he dances in the ballrooms and he was really given on that stage. You know, we need mm. to see more men at our events, more black queer men. I want to see that. Bring your partners. Come on. You can make it like a, you can make a date of it. Yeah. Do you know what I think? I think our next event, we should give out um, the queer men free tickets. Mm. I think we should give free tickets to mm-hmm. queer men for the next one. Do you know what? We, we should, we should do that. Yeah. I think when it comes to queer men specifically, you know, like we should shower them with, you know, gifts, you know, cause they're the best, they're the best guys in the world. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to men, they're the yeah, best ones. They're the best Bare ones. Men. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're not without fault, but they're better. Yeah. Than the cis heads. Mm-hmm. Says Hetman, but yeah, but yeah, I want to I want to hear some feedback. Obviously, we got a lot of feedback from Twitter already about you know you know clink clink, but I want to hear some more. So if you guys actually came to the event, please be hashtagging clink clink, be adding we are river because we want to hear all about it. And can we talk about um how promiscuous everyone is? Listen, the first streets, of, first of all, everybody was looking delicious. Oh, I, I was gonna mention some names, but hey, please don't be too scandalous, like. People are looking delicious. Let me even, everyone, guys, I even got a stud crush. Oh, she's fine. She, I saw her. I, saw I found out that she's 25. Oh, yeah. 25 is a bit too young for me. Someone told me 27, so I got my hopes up. I found out she's 25. Was she, no, it wasn't her that was wearing a hat. There was another one that was wearing a hat that was good looking as well. But no, oh. there was a few, ma- there, there was, was a few, few masculine. masculine. The masculine presenting babes came they correct. Were, they're fine. So was the femmes though. Like everyone yeah. came looking mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So of course everyone's gonna be moving mad. Like everyone's just looking delicious. Like you know, I'm, they want to eat each other. <laughs> Some of them did. Oh, <laughs> I'm here in the toilets. So we're active. This always happens at our events, but I think for this one, like obviously, like a day party and a brunch, they were there for hours. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. There from hours from what it was two to ten. Yeah. So it was there for hours. People have. There was the a lot of time punch. to drink. Yeah, that, mom, rum that rum, punch, bottomless rum punch during the brunch. It had yeah. the great and nephew was ring. Mm-hmm. And it, his nephews were swimming. Swimming. It Listen. Was, it was amazing. And we also had Prosecco as well. That was going down a tree. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was there for hours. So of course people are going to be... <sighs> yeah, like in that time... You've Enjoying. Been, the person you've been eyeing up from across the room, you've once gravitated she, to exactly, the middle you, and then that's it. <laughs> once you have some alcohol as well, like you get that liquor courage. Yeah. And then you're just like, okay, I'm going to move to this person. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm gonna move to this person, and people are moving. People are moving, and do you know what? It was just really now talking about the how incestuous we are on the scene. Speak for your goddamn self. <laughs> no, let's be honest. It's incestuous. Like people that have tried to lips me, tried to lips some of my friends. One or two might succeeded, <laughs> but like the lipsing was lipsing. Everybody was lipsing. Do you know what I mean? That's and it's what like, I heard. And yeah. <laughs> And I just feel like, do you know what? We're, at, we're the scene is small in it. Yeah. The scene is small. There were a lot of new faces at um, Clink Clink that I've never seen before. Yeah. Um, 
in general and I don't know if that's down to I don't think that's even this is necessarily down to age I just feel like some people some events that maybe maybe exist they might that might not be their things so mm. but something this something this might it is for them yeah out now. yeah certain things bring people out of their houses was others keeps keep them in hut in there but have you noticed like our crowd is just so nice like I don't nice know how crowd. I don't know how to how else to explain it but nice yeah they are such good vi- and it's like all of them yeah like we, so we the have to give it to you guys yeah every single time we go to avenue they always talk about how nice our crowd are and i think when people hear lgbt events especially lgbt events that have mainly women mm-hmm. they always assume there's going to be lots of problems mm-hmm. and let's let's not i'm not gonna lie you know what i mean like there are some problems there are some problems we never have any fights Mm -hmm. but it being an event where same set same same sex couples are there um a lot of times Mm -hmm. this is where people can exist to be themselves Mm -hmm. this is where they meet their queer crushes or girlfriends and stuff like that and whatever issues was happening outside before the event we're all in the same space now so sometimes issues do arise Mm -hmm. but thankfully there's been nothing serious it's just been little like a little arg- couples arguing here yeah. and there, but it's just you got to leave them to it. It just is what it is. Mm. But um, but thankfully, it hasn't been anything. That yeah, been it hasn't been everything. Anything that's crazy. And do you know what? Yeah, what I love about our crowd is that they really respect you know like us as a collective. Mm-hmm. They respect the space, mm-hmm. and it just and it just shows. It shows them how like how they act when they're there. They're on their best behavior, and they're just such such nice people. They're just there to enjoy. Yeah, and, and they enjoy it, and they enjoy they enjoy it. We're gonna have to get a bigger venue because this it was bursting at the seams because there was a smoking area, and it was full up. And inside inside was, was also full, full up. So we are yeah, like we, I think we exceeded exceeded our expectations. Definitely. We, like I think this time last week we were a bit worried about if we were going to be able to execute it the way we wanted to and it's definitely exceeded our expectations we definitely like, hit that boss man and then, you definitely know. hit the boss man shout oh, out exceeded, exceeded that boss man yeah you know. for real so but yeah like i just feel like how do you even deal with how incestuous things are um i've gotten to a point where i've just accepted it's gonna happen no for me like i to a certain degree obviously because like you know i think it depends on what it is if my friend has been there with somebody I'm not, it's un- yeah. very it's highly unlikely highly unlikely that i'm gonna go there as well you know i've thought about that today and i have to disagree really the reason why i disagree it depends on how that what they've done with the person so for example yeah mm. there are i don't want to bet anyone's business or buying when it comes to this but i feel like there are sometimes you have a friend who expresses interest in somebody they may ask for the number but they're never secured nothing happens that's not the what i'm talking so, about but I'm you know about some sex people, some people take that as Oh, you stepping on my toes. I went there first, but you didn't go there. You didn't. You, the number, did, you, didn't even, you didn't enter. And some people, they wouldn't give you the number because they've because because they've given your number to someone yeah, to yeah, a friend yeah, of yours. Yeah. Or something. I think that is bullshit. I think you know, that's bu- I think that's bullshit as well. Yeah. I f- I think that's silly. Do you know what I'm saying? I think I was talking about sex. Like if my friend has had sex with somebody, oh, no, yeah, no. I, I'm not going there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Has, if it's if it's gone past the point of being physical, mm-hmm. I'm not going there. But if they even spoken to them, had a conversation, maybe even like had a phone call, it's not that deep. Yeah, I don't think it's that deep either. It's not that deep. Um, but there are some people who are just like they wouldn't even go there if, like, say, I'd had a you know conversation with a girl and they fancied them after. They wouldn't even. Have. No, they wouldn't. I think it's about how you approach it. As well, if you just tell your bedroom, like, yeah, like so and so, I'm feeling them, like. 
Yeah, just to let you yeah, know. I don't think even say for permission. It's not just, permission, yeah. but like kind of just let them know what's going on and just like, because it's a respect thing at the yeah, end of the day. Is. Do you know what I'm saying? Because our scene is really small. So small. You know what I mean? It is so really small. small. So like, why limit yourself even further if nothing actually happens? Yes. And, um, but yeah, it's having sex. So how would you deal with this year? So you've had sex with somebody, yeah? Mm-hmm. And it's a secret. It's one of them situations where you're taken to your grave. Not even just once. So let's say you've had sex a few times. Mm. And um, one of your friends showed interest in being the person like how does how do you address that it's a secret like uh, (laughs) it's kind of sticky yeah it's kind of sticky but i would expect the person that i'm fucking in secret to let the other person know that it's not that because obviously i can't say anything it's a secret do you know what i'm saying like so i think that that person that person i'm fucking should definitely be like you know what it's not that um yeah i I don't like you or you know i'm not interested or whatever have you because it's a secret. I don't yeah, know. Like, that's the best way. What to, would you, um, what would you, how would you handle it? Um, yeah, I think, I think that's the best way to handle it. I think that sometimes because things are meant to be a secret, mm. I think sometimes people might get a little bit carried away and entertain it, but they entertain yeah. it, but nothing's going to happen. Yeah, there's no point. Instead of just shutting it down, because maybe your friend is saucy as well. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Maybe there is actually a little bit of interest, mm. but it's just too close. It's too close. It's too close. You know like I mean? it's actually mad. Like because I think for you, once you've dated someone, say we say we saw someone we both found them attractive. Yeah, once you have dated them, that's my sis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's. I wouldn't say that anyone that Nana has dated, I look at them and think. Mm. That person's attractive. Yeah, the attraction just goes in the bin when Nana. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't just, even if Nana has says she's she likes somebody, I think the attraction. I don't even if I don't. If I, let's say I was attracted to the person as well, mm. I wouldn't. Yeah, it's you know done. what I mean. It's just it's, it's just done. they all of a sudden <laughs> yeah it's all away. It's all of a sudden you you're my sister now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, I mean, I guess everyone is a, a little bit different. There are a few people that if they exchange number with somebody. I would exchange numbers. Yeah, I hear it. Happens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't really think that that is... Re- I think we should be, like, old and mature enough to just understand what we're dealing with. Like, yeah. our, our pond is not exactly um, a, a, a sea. Yeah, it's <laughs> not a sea. I mean? It definitely is a pond in so, this queer community. Yeah. But, like, there are some people who'll be loving the crew. Yeah, there are people... I think that um, there's one, one thing I've noticed with the lads is people do find their... Um, they find a lot of us attractive yeah and they just go around picking one until they until it sticks <laughs> and it very rarely sticks because we have a group chat where we talk so it doesn't really stick however i will say that also <laughs> people ha- do th- i've noticed that someone tweet or oh, my favorite lad is so and so or my favorite some of them have tweeted more than one of their favorite lads or whatever um so there's also that like when you have a friendship circle of groups it's like boy band everyone yeah. has one that they like yeah it's true. That they it's true it's true so yeah there's that as well but like and that's um you can't there is actually somebody this is uh exclusive, exclusive for the podcast i'm done that i haven't even put in the group chat yet but at clink clink there's somebody that who's been kind of moved to one of the lads and she was giving me a lot of energy yesterday and like staring me down i think i know who you're talking about yeah i think you know i'm talking about as well she was staring me down yeah because yeah. she was looking at me too <laughs> she was doing the most and it's like I'm going to address it in the group chat because obviously I'm talking about the podcast now. But like, I think that our friend is looking forward to going with that person, but it hasn't happened yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And it's just conversation right now. And yeah, it's not anything serious either. It's going to be very, very, very casual. Yeah. But the person was giving, mm, just kidding. 
And that confuses me too. It's like, oh. Yeah, it does confuse me. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. When there's a person that there's a girl that might fancy, let's say, for instance, the both of us, mm-hmm. and they'll let it be known and stuff like that because we've had that in the past. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, pick one, babe. Like, either way, it doesn't even matter. But like, just pick one. Life, even if you pick one, yeah, and nothing happens, I don't think that if you were the baddest, the baddie, I wouldn't mind if you come to your office, but you yeah. have to be some sort of like baddie for me to like really, um, really accept it. But also there needs to be time. Mm. It can't just be after oh, this day, that day, yeah. this day, that day. Like it can't really be that. Um, but earlier on we spoke about um, couples having the argument inside the dance here. <sighs> some of the arguments are petty guys. Some of them are serious. So do you know what I mean? I've, yes, had, I've had a couple of arguments in the dance with my ex and stuff like that. And it happens. But the ones, some of the the ones, some of the ones are quite petty. <laughs> no, they are. And the thing is, like, obviously, we are providing a space for people to enjoy themselves, and da, 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 da. and it just becomes difficult when people are having domestics in the dance. And this is not the first time. It's, do you know what? It becomes difficult. Do you know what? if I'm a domestic, have it, have your domestic. But it becomes an issue when you're offloading on people that you don't know. Yeah. Like, I've when I say I'm, I've been bloody. Tri- what's the, what's the talk show host called the woman Trisha. Tracy I've been Tracy was it Trisha Trisha, Trisha Goddard mm. for quite a few people in the dance that I couldn't even yeah tell it was are. more than one in it yeah I couldn't even tell you what their names yeah. are I think that, I think that's when you kind of need to be a little bit like guys like we came out to have a good time like I feel like people need to remember like black queer spaces like that are it's the main priority and it's kind of sacred mm. guys it's kind of sacred because we don't like we don't really have it a lot do you know what i'm mm. saying we don't have it a lot we, i can name maybe like three um events that are for you know queer people mm-hmm. and we don't we don't have it a lot do you know what i mean so like these spaces are sacred they're a place to enjoy like and i'm not even trying to like act like people are debbie downers or anything but like it's just not the right environment mm. for that. Do you know what I'm saying? And so it's really, really important that you actually think about other people around you because they've also yeah. paid their and money. Even if you really have to, you need to be mature about how it's addressed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You have to be quite mature about how it's addressed. Um, right? Yeah. I remember one of the, <laughs> one of the, <laughs> I don't know if this girl listens to the podcast, but anyway, um, this girl, you know, she was upset with her ex bay, yeah. And her ex bay had brought a new bay to. Okay. Clink, clink. And now this ex bay and this new bay were coming to fight because the ex bay was just like, oh, why did you bring her here? Da, 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 da. It's happened at clink, clink. That, uh, not this clink, 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 clink last year. Oh, what? one last year. Uh, yeah, place, yeah, like, the racist place. I had to intervene because she was about to fight. I said, don't you dare. Oh, I remember. Yeah. I, I said, remember. don't you dare come yeah. and fight in this place. We've had enough. We had a racist venue. It wasn't a racist venue. So we already had that. Don't you dare come and fight and mm-hmm. make it another, put another bit of pressure and stress on us when we're already dealing with racism with this venue manager. Like, I was not having it. I was you like, know, when dead you say that, that quickly. Down, when you say that and you like lay it out, they normally do calm down. Yeah, they did. She did. The Pride Park yeah. too. Oh. That is oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the same thing. I was like, guys, this is, this is not what we're going to do. Like, no, dead you it. don't need to be upset because your babes is dancing with somebody else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And dead that shit I was, I was just like we did, we're not doing this today I was just mm-hmm. wasn't doing it and they were like do you know what respect it and mm-hmm. they just left it and they were, they were actually really good vibes These are, all these people are doing, no one's a bad person yeah no one's a bad I mean, person everyone is lovely just, everyone has their triggers yeah it just but there's a time and a place there's a time and a place I think that as long as you are moving with love and respect with your partner I feel like I understand, if the love and respect has been like 
disrespected them. Yeah. So I don't understand. Do you know what I mean? I get it. But yeah. like the, even that, this, do you know what I mean? Step outside. Yeah. But um, I get it. As long as you're moving with love and respect, it's all good. I hear it. I heard a couple of people lipsing though yesterday. Yeah, I didn't lips anybody. I mean, I pecked, I pecked Cole on the lips. I would say that on the Shout podcast. Shout out to you, Shout Cole. out to Cole, Clubhouse Cole. I did peck Cole on the lips. It was a, very pe- it was a friendly peck, do you know what I mean? Had to peck them lips. Mm-hmm. And I did, um, I did, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> 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 it like there was more coming out of that. That's what no? Was, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, do you know what? A shower FC was in full swing yesterday. I'm not going to name any names. But I heard through the grapevine, you know, that people were really enjoying themselves, you know. So shout out to you guys because you lot to have a good time. Yeah, love to have a good time. I'm so thankful that we can provide that space for you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely got propositioned for a threesome yesterday. Oh, did you? I did. Who? By who? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And um, (laughs) I was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. It was interesting. Do you know what I mean? It was interesting. You know, give shout out to them for being um, brave mm-hmm. to and, and courageous to even ask me. I was I was surprised mm-hmm. because I'm not the type of person that I think people would ask for a reason. I mean, it's happened twice now, so maybe there's something you're giving off something. I don't know what it happened. I guess. The other couple that. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that one. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that Would one. You mind being a couple's unicorn. I don't know if this like I feel like I'm old, you know. I don't know if this this is this is for me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do you know what? I wouldn't I mind like being a couple's unicorn. But I like a lot of attention you. though. Yeah, I, like I don't so. I don't yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't think it's for me. Maybe like once. I'd probably like like to take like it off my bucket it. list. So once. anyone who wants me to be their unicorn, but you have to spoil me though. Hit hit me up. I was just that's what I was like saying. I was just like, is every day is Nana single? What about just fly me out or something? Like Right? Fly me out. Take me right? to dinner. Like <laughs> And also, if you come and ask me, is I a single? You have to fly me out too. <laughs> if you want me to be the middle man, you could fly me out as well. Thank you. <laughs> I deserve something for my effort. Screaming. You know I mean? I'm done. Yeah, it's a lot. How, how, <laughs> listen, I tweet today that we all need to get married because the street, everyone's like foxes in the street. Do you know what? Everyone's I, like a fox. I, I think Are I, you a fox? I do, I do prefer being in a relationship than being in the streets. And I also yes. feel like I was in a place where I wanted to settle down. So I still would have settled down. Yeah. So I'm just not partaking in the street antics, to be honest. But I know that I have to date and stuff like that. Do you know what? If someone has to be my friend. I'm going to marry one of my friends. They have to, I'm going to, friend? I'm just going to, I'm going to become friends with somebody. They're going to be like someone that I'm attracted to. We're going to build a friendship. And then from there, then it's going to go down the dating. I haven't got time to date for very long, so they need to be ready to be But what about, them. like, how are you supposed to be friends with somebody that you find instantly attractive? Because you're not going to be with somebody that's... I think that you have to be intentional. So I'm going to be... You have to be intentional. So you're going to... So we're going to be lips and then having sex as well. But the main, the main focus is going to be the friendship side of things. I feel like that when you start <laughs> having sex... <laughs> Listen, you're not living in the real world. I don't it know what the fuck you are. Every now and then, do you know no, I mean? like I feel like if you're gonna move with that kind of intention as like laying a friendship down as a foundation, there can't be no sex because sex really does muddle the muddle the waters, you know. It does. It hundred percent I agree with you that it does. However, I'm gonna live in my unrealistic world right now. Enjoy it. And I'm hoping that a wife just appears in as a package because I do wanna settle down. I'm t- I'm tired of the streets. 
and I want to have a child soon. I want to have another one. So yeah, the anybody, sh- but I don't want a ready-made. Um, you don't want somebody with a baby, a child. No. Wow. Discriminatory. <laughs> it's not. Do you know? No, what I'm lying because I don't want. Actually, if they, if they, actually, if they, no, I don't. I don't. Do you I know do what? Not, I don't. I don't actually. actually. If they had a child, actually, if they had a child by themselves. Yeah. But, yeah. Do you but, know what? My I, main issue is not the child. My issue is there's always drama. Yeah, there's always drama. And That's and I don't come with drama. I I'm coming with me and my kid. There's yeah. no drama that comes with it. So I do, I don't want to deal with the drama. Or you know what? Before I used to think that I used to think that I didn't want I wouldn't date somebody that had kids or a kid, but I think I'm a bit open to it now. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I'm open. When I'm we're old. Kid, I'll be open to it. Yeah, I hear it. You got your own yeah. kids. We're old. Do you know what I mean? Like it's unlikely. <laughs> like yeah. a lot of people have kids at this age. We're 30, yeah. 31. Do you know what I'm saying? A lot of people have kids. So. But yeah, I'm I'm hoping that we can come out the streets. I know certain people in our friendship group <clears throat> don't want to come out the streets, um, and they'll be whoring until they're sixty. But oh, okay, I can think. I'm of yeah, 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 one or two, and I'm <laughs> praying against that because I do want to settle down at. 40. I want us all to settle down. I want us all to go on like couples holidays with our wives and our mm. kids to play with each other, like. Mm. That's, this is what I envision. I don't mm. envision for Ashawa FC <laughs> to be on top of the, the league table for years and years. <laughs> That's not really what I want, guys. I would like a wholesome life. Same, same. I just see that the streets are really, like, it's a cesspit. There are foxes outside. They don't want to go home. Like, how can you not go home? Go home. Yeah, go home, child. Yes, they do. I'm going home. Ella? Ella? Yes, <laughs> Ella? <laughs> Was providing the tunes in the street, and it was providing the tunes like some kind of carnival. It was really good set. Though. It was pumping. It was it was Tara set. I was just playing Tara set. Yeah, yeah. it was really good. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Tara, DJ Mother T. Yes, she DJed at the beginning of the brunch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Ella was providing the tunes from her car outside she of was. the venue. For she quite was. A while. There were people like dancing as well, doing it. It was yeah. like man piano. I appreciate the venue for not telling us to go away. Oh, they did. They loved us. They loved it. Oh yeah. My God, they absolutely they adored us, and they brought us back. So we will be back. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna be back. We're gonna be. Back. You know what I'm saying? You know. But yeah, what else do we? Um. So Brittany Griner, oh. the WNBA player so just a little bit of backstory so Brittany um is a WNBA player she is like just to give you like a picture she's probably the equivalent of LeBron James mm. in the WNBA yeah she would be like the, she would be like the LeBron Fuck. James of the WNBA basically just to give you a context of yeah how big this woman is yeah and she in the off seasons I like a lot of women in WNBA do they play overseas like in russia mm-hmm. so obviously the league is opposite times right so they play in russia they might play in china play in other places in europe um yeah that's what they do and they do that because obviously the salary differences between the nba and WNBA mm-hmm. are mad like i would say that maybe britney might have been like 200k or for the year or something mm-hmm. yeah 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 their salaries are nowhere near the men's wow and as much as that sounds like they don't get a enough really good salary, they do get sponsorships too. But, but not like it's the, not. The it, I guess not to maintain their lifestyle. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? So when you, when you do become this celebrity, because they are celebrity. If you watch WNBA, Britney is huge, mm. and I don't mean that just she's she's like almost seven foot or something like that. She she's really tall. tall. She's proper tall. And um, it's not just about like. It's just not about that. Like, it's just... Oh, I forgot my train of thought now. What was I just about to say? Sorry, guys. You're tired. <laughs> yeah, like... You're tired. Britney is... She's the equivalent of LeBron. That, that, say that. Spe- that says a lot anyway. Yeah, so do you know what I mean? Do, so, w- obviously, when you're a celebrity and stuff like that, you... There's a certain lifestyle that you want to live. And I guess... People might say live within your means. But 
wh- why do I need to live? Why do I have to when the men don't have to? Mm. And the men, they don't have to because they have unlimited funds. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Why am I not afforded the same luxuries and compensation the men are? Mm. And that is why these women go out to play in Europe and all these like racist countries and stuff like that. So I watch Love and Basketball, so I know. Yeah, they're, that, they're madly racist mm. and it's like it's it's mad because all, they can't go with their families no. they don't go with their wives mm. and they're stripped away from their family to do to do this or husbands or whatever it is in britney's case she's got a wife yeah so britney went to play basketball at the top of the year i think it was in russia and she had like um a cannabis vape and it was like really a really small amount but she got arrested she was te- detained for quite a long time and she got sentenced last week to nine years in prison <laughs> In Russia. For some fucking cannabis oil. Yeah. Cannabis. cannabis and you know that she's a political pawn. Like, they yeah. just, they're just doing it to make a statement. You know, Vladimir, whatever his name, Putin, he's a madman. He has yeah. zero shame. It's the racism The man has me. zero shame. So, of course, yeah, it's the racism. It's the racism. A hundred percent. But do you know what? It's, it's the WNBA and the NBA's fault for making their players be so vulnerable to feel like they have to do this. They have to go away in the off-season. Do you think LeBron James, do you think all the, any of these players, Chris Paul, anyone, is going anywhere in the off-season? They're on holiday. They are I see like, them on their yachts they're on in yachts. Europe. They're having a good time. They're filming adverts. Yeah. They're, doing, they're living a life of luxury in the off-season. They train as well, don't get me wrong, but they're ultimately on a break, mm. like an extended amount of break, whereas these lot, they're working in their break yeah. time. Like If things were a bit more equal... And the thing is, I'm not saying they need to be on this exactly the same millions mm. that they the men are on, but something that doesn't allows them not to go away. They, yeah, then they wouldn't need to go away. Do you yeah, know what I mean? That and wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't happen if yeah. that was the case. And even the amount of like, if this happened to LeBron, do you think, and it wouldn't anyway, because LeBron would never be yeah. too for it to happen to you. But let's just say it did. Do you think they would have allowed him to stay in the pr- in the jail? No, they would have got his they ass out of there. They would have you know collected I mean? him. And every single celebrity would, would have been behind campaigning. Exactly. The campaign he wouldn't have Britain got nine years. So tiny. Yeah. Wouldn't have, I've seen a few, I've seen a few celebrities like, you know, especially when she was detained earlier in the year. I saw a few like celebrities campaigning for her to be released. But it's nowhere near as n- enough as it would be for LeBron. Not nowhere. One. Like we don't even like, do you know what I mean? Like it's just we just know this as facts. Like this is just facts and I can't believe that they've like they've allowed this to happen like nine years for some cannabis oil nine it's not that deep. and I understand that Russia has its rules but I'm um, mm, yeah because some people have argued well they have their rules you need to respect yeah they have their laws they have their where you're going yeah but nine years is ridiculous it's ridiculous it's and obviously like I do think if that is the law in the country then obviously she needs to be you know punished but Obviously, she needs to, it needs to make sense. The punishment needs, needs to, to make, make sense. sense. If you see what the kind of, how much kind of oil was in there and it wasn't even full, it's ridiculous. It's not worth losing, nine stripping her away from family for nine years. She's got like, a wife. Give her a year or two. If you have to put her in prison, give her a year or two. Like, But nine years, like she's got a family and she pro- she's obviously the she's main the provider. provider. Family. And that, even I used to work in the court here. I used to work in the London Crown Court. And when, um, I'm sure you've heard me say I've had many jobs on this podcast. But, like, I remember once there was a guy who um, was who was on trial for something. He was a young black guy. And they found him guilty. And it wasn't... Uh, when they did the sentencing, they then spoke about how he's the main provider for his family. His mum had cancer. Mm. Like, all this stuff. And I saw the juries. The jury, they let them stay there for that. And you can see all their hearts were breaking because they just mm. felt like shit like we've just ruined yeah it's not only his life but, but his family family's life yeah. and 
you know. But what I will say is when they said all of that, it was for the judge to consider it in the mm. sentencing. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything was considered in the sentencing in Russia. They just said this is yeah, a no. black, yeah. masculine presenting woman mm-hmm. who came in our country and that's it. Because mm-hmm. have you seen the com- the comparison? Yeah, I've seen with this white girl, girl that was like, she's 19. What did she get, like three months or something? Yeah. She, I don't know if it was three months, but she got something so small compared to Britney and it was exactly the same thing but she was an innocent looking white girl and that's another thing that the image of black masculine presenting women in court even black women in general you're not even seen as a person no you're not and that's what I was thinking when you were talking I was thinking they just don't see her like they don't see her for one her race for a second thing you like her masculinity as well like even like how tall she is as well like that's Mm -hmm. all gonna be things that are unconscious they're unconscious biases Mm -hmm. like you know like some people don't even think it but like they're not even it's not even conscious in their mind but it's definitely there it's definitely present you know what I'm saying and it definitely um, interferes with with how they sentence like it it definitely does like something that black women face in the workplace all the time is something that black women face when they're walking the street mm. something that black women face when they put up against another white woman and it's you, you somehow your the color of your skin just do dehumanizes you and you're not afforded the same sympathies as other people are and then you slap on top that they're masculine presenting woman oh shit oh shit you don't even exist now let's just throw the book at you yeah and that's just basically what has happened yeah. to britney and I just think it's sad as well that her community hasn't really really shown up for her. Yeah, like I know there are some like LGBT black queer women that are like have, you know, they have a voice, they have a platform and Mm -hmm. I haven't really seen much. I haven't seen that much. Do you know what? Shout out to AZ Mag. Um, So Rachel, I think it was Rachel actually wrote, uh, yeah, it was Rachel wrote an article for AZ Mag about it like maybe like two months ago. Yeah. So check that out. It was a really good article if you want to know more information about it. Um, and this was before the sentencing that she wrote this article and the outcome has been what we were just dreading to happen for Britney. I've already, I've seen more outrage when she got sentenced. When yeah. she was in that sitting in that cell, I didn't yeah. see much. Like yeah. Nobody wants to go and try and get her. Biden, where were you? Where um, were you, Biden? I mean, he has called for her to be released, but I don't know if he's gonna, you know, I don't know how mm, much. We don't want it, no social media call. We want action. Yeah. Action. That's not enough. But I really do hope so that... Sad she sort of i don't know gets an appeal i don't know how this thing works but gets an appeal and just you know she gets lesser sentence and i don't know yeah because hopefully she can appeal when it just gets revoked or like she or she gets sentenced. even a fine fine yeah, her yeah, put her on tag or something i don't know yeah man like, but like, take her away for nine years come on man it's too much for the crime like you know it's uh, the punishment is too big for the crime mm-hmm. way too big for the crime it's too big but yeah we definitely wanted to talk about that um also we want to speak about um, so somebody in my anonymous questions thing, mm. somebody asked a question basically saying that how, why is a lot of, why a lot of queer conversations centered around dating? Um, like, and don't the queer community have more to give? No. And do you know, but do you know what? This is why we're queer though. Do you know what I mean? We're queer because we have the common interest. We have in our communities, we have the common interest in that outside of gender identity, mm. we have the common interest is that we all date the same sex yes in whatever capacity we do it in yeah whether it's your bisexual or something or lesbian I'm or gay sorry. whatever it is i don't mean to be funny but the world revolves around this like dating do you know what i'm saying like we have shows like friggin love island come on like which is a and it's huge it's show the biggest show in the uk yeah it's huge man like come on and then what i want to say also is that the straight counterparts also talk about dating 
if you've got that timeline, all they ever fucking talk about is dating on that Twitter timeline. We are tired. We I don't think tired. we are talk tired. about dating. We don't talk about dating that much. We don't talk about dating. In comparison to them, we don't talk about dating that much. Like today, even I saw like this podcast asked a hypothetical question and then men, cishet men, I'm assuming. And they asked, oh, you know, uh, what would you do if your partner and your best mates both booked a holiday for you and it's your birthday? As a man, not that as a man. Oh my god, I was talking to my brother the other day about this as a man statement. I've got an f- old friend who every day on his Instagram stories is, "What would you do if your girl as a man?" Every this, what does that mean? Leave us alone. Leave us. Okay, al- we don't want to know. We don't like stop. I just don't understand. Like I like the question is a is a valid question. Do you know what I mean? I'm not even trying to put the person who asks down, but it's just like when you look at straight people every five minutes they're talking about relationships then they have gender wars like it just goes hand in hand do you know what i'm saying we just we just do you know what it is we live in a world where everybody wants to feel wanted yeah romantically mm. and so it's a and it's a subject it's a universal subject that most people can you know relate mm-hmm. to even if you're asexual to some extent you can get involved in these yeah, conversations still from can. a different angle yeah it's just something it's just a subject that's very universal for people to speak exactly. about it's, it's probably the most universal yeah thing. probably the most yeah. and i think that um as queer people like a lot of the time your common interest is that you date the same sex in whatever capacity and then we talk about gender identity and a lot of queer, queer people there are a lot of conversations around gender identity there are a lot of conversations Do you know what i mean yeah. and that's not about dating yeah it's not about dating but it also like we're gonna talk about dating because i feel like this is such a societal thing like when you think about it we've grown up when we've grown up we've grown up oh yes yeah, so you're gonna find a husband or you're gonna find a wife da, 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 da. like it's that's what people make it all about so i, I even get why people that's just the focus on their minds you know mm. what i mean like oh like dating or finding a spouse finding a significant other that is like because that's people's common goal so like people are going to talk about it mm-hmm. do you know what i'm saying and people obviously are going they're trying to find ways to navigate relationships do you know what i mean it's such a constant thing it's such a revolving door like dating so well sometimes so like people are people are going to find they want they want advice they want to seek advice they want to see if they have some similarities they want to find ways to navigate it and that's through shared experience like and um i'm sorry i don't know what to tell you yeah it just is what it is what it is and i just think that we should take the conversations on whatever queer platforms especially black queer platforms and try to help to do them better so like even us on the last episode some the episode of Bella sorry someone said that we the game the humming game was on for too long <laughs> we were just having fun yeah you know i mean we're having fun but you yeah. know you take you can take it in you take it in. yeah it's no taking maybe we shouldn't hum for too long mm. next time and it just is what it is it's, it needs to be constructive um but we also need to be realistic about why the platform exists yeah. and you don't want to because you don't want to drive away a bit too mm. far from this is a queer platform for example yeah. you don't want to drive away too much away mm. from queerness mm-hmm. so um there's also that do you know what i mean there's also that yeah but yeah if you're a queer person who is tired of hearing about dating conversations all the time i think that we give it have a good mix like we obviously we talk yeah. about gal because we like gal <laughs> oh, yeah. we like nyash yeah. so you know mm-hmm. so we talk about it but i do think that we do try to keep it like quite varied yeah quite varied yeah. quite balanced do you know what i mean we yeah. like to like we obviously bring in guests as well that talk about you know different all sorts of things, yeah whatever because what so. as much and anna always says we're most faceted so our guests they might be queer we're queer but we need them because yeah. they bring something different do you yeah. know what i mean so if you do have something else 
yeah, you can suggest suggest it. like we're yeah. open to suggesting. Do you know what I mean? Somebody asked me, um, and I get, and I've gotten this because I've done the anonymous thing, the not gonna lie thing on Instagram like twice now, and both times I've gotten questions about interracial dating. Oh, okay. And somebody has asked me on both occasions, um, like, would you date outside your race? Number one. And when I answered, they were like, "Oh, do you think it's racist to only date within your race?" And I think it's a it's a, it's a topic that we should talk about because I feel I think that people these days, especially in twenty twenty, a lot they like to say, "Oh, I don't see race, I don't see color," da, 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 but I want you to see my color because this is me. I like my experience, my culture. That's important to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes me who I am. So I want you to see my race. Do yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, um, I think her name's Koi. Mm. she was on a podcast i don't remember which one and she spoke about um when black men say they don't date black women mm-hmm. and she said you need to ask yourself why you date, don't, yeah don't date it doesn't matter you don't need to tell anybody mm-hmm. basically but you need to ask yourself why and you sit with that reason yeah why yeah yeah and really take that in and really understand mm-hmm. why you don't want to date black women. and i think it's the same thing with dating outside of your race like you need to sit down and think about why you don't date outside of it. And mm. that answer doesn't need to be palatable for anyone else. Yeah, it doesn't. It just needs to be for you mm-hmm. as a person. And if you're comfortable with what you come up with, then great. If you're uncomfortable with what mm-hmm. you come up with, then maybe you should address it. Yeah, I, I really don't think it needs to be something that's like, that's so awkward and didn't, because at the end of the day, we all have our preferences. And I was saying just like, you know, even Love Island as a, as a you know, as a reference point, like we have like, and it's, and apparently the first season didn't even have any black people, but like we have this show. And remember we are London. We are a small part of, the, well, one part of the UK anyway. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we're one part, we're, we're one city. Do you know what I'm mm. saying? And it, this city is, you know, multicultural. But when you think about that, like other cities, the other areas in the UK, it might not be that multicultural. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like when people come into Love Island, especially like the white people, they're type. When you ask them the type, they said blonde hair, blue eyes. I was like, who, who, who's black and has blonde hair, blue eyes? Yeah. Except for the you know the pictures that we that always always gets re- recycled. Kids. Yeah, the kids oh, with the blue are. eyes. I wonder how old they are now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's just like people is your your product you feel your environment it is what it is as much as like london is multicultural as well like the people that i've grown up with have been majority black the school that i went to like it, again it was multicultural but there was a big group of like you know africans jamaicans caribbeans do you know what i'm saying there's a big group of that so you're a product of your environment like yeah. so i don't look at i don't even look at white people who don't date black people and say oh why do not they black yeah. people i don't i don't care yeah do you know I what i mean I really date who you want to date yeah go where love is i think that i prefer to date within my race because it's a part of my environment yeah it's what i know it's but i'm not closed off closed yeah to dating outside of my race like it will just take a lot of like me learning and understand something new mm. and and also understanding how i fit into that as well because it's more important for me as a black woman to always put myself and put what I deserve and what the world give me first. Mm-hmm. So it, I need to put in myself in situations that are not unendangered to me. And I need, if I'm going to be with a white person, they need to, they need to see me. They yeah. Need to see they need to see your color. Do you know what, you know what I mean? To. It's really, really important and to like not overlook it and pretend it's not there because that doesn't serve anything, I think. And for me, I think like, obviously my preference is black women because it's like, it's like holding a mirror up to myself. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm seeing? I f- I, do you know what I'm saying? I feel seen. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel seen. I feel safe. I feel like I'm out home and that's just because of the shared experience of being 
being black of being a woman but also but it's that intersection in it like mm-hmm. is that intersection like moving in the world kind of in a similar way and that's what like is important to me so it's just like you know when you you can f- you can feel what the other person's feeling like you don't even have to uh, utter any words mm-hmm. do you know what i'm saying like and it's just like how our, we are with our best mates do you mm-hmm. know what i mean like it's just like it's like a mirror that we hold up to each yeah. other do you know what i'm saying it so it's just one of those but again i'm not i'm not like closed off to it it just yeah. is what it is i i you know move in predominantly black spaces and yeah that's where definitely see the people them yes and just before we um wrap up wrap up i like our last subject of the day of the podcast of this week on the wednesday mm-hmm. um i want to talk about the responsibility around having a platform like yeah. when we do like i think that do you feel hugely responsible absolutely mm-hmm. i think that people put a great deal of responsibility on us and i understand it because we need to be like you obviously providing a safety because when we think about black queer people oftentimes they have been in spaces that are not safe they have been in spaces with people who don't have their best interests at, at heart and who want to harm them mm-hmm. so i completely understand that and i sympathize and i get it but at the same time it is a sort of a lot of pressure on mm-hmm. us as well we can only do what we can with what we got word to mariah mm-hmm. do you know what i'm saying so like we could only do our best and i do feel like we we definitely try to do our best do you know what i'm saying yeah but it might not always be what people want yeah you know you can't please everyone you can't please everybody. but it's about your intention yeah you can't know everybody and what i will say is when we do have people on the podcast it's because we believe in them mm. it's because we think they're good people it's because we yeah we ultimately just think that they would have something to bring to the platform and to the audience and like we don't think we we would we would never purposely bring somebody harmful on here, mm-hmm. and the reason why I asked this question is because somebody um, basically felt that there was somebody harmful on the podcast, and I think it's easy to allow people to say that you let this person mm. on the platform because they hurt they hurt me, so that means mm. they're a really bad person. Um, however, I think it's unfair to have have an unrealistic expectation on people like mm-hmm. at the end of the day you, the intent you shouldn't know what the intent is for the whatever the platform you listen to you should understand what the intent is you should get an intent and stuff like that and there should be some sort of grace and understanding yeah now the person in question we think is amazing do you know what i mean we think they're an amazing person um like all of us we all make mistakes yeah we're not perfect we all make we all make mistakes however it's how you recover from those. Mm. And I said, I said, I was saying to the person, like, because it was a dating situation. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Ultimately, it was a dating situation and they felt like they were harmful in a harmful position and stuff like that. But ultimately, every single person is a devil in somebody's story. Yeah. The villain in All of our guests, is. somebody hates them somewhere in yeah. the world, including us, yeah. including <laughs> you who is listening. Somebody in the world hates you. And like, I just feel like there needs to be a realistic grace given nobody on this platform has been harmful to the point where uh, we've had to take out down an episode mm, do you know what I mean? yeah yeah not to that point yeah and but there people have a disagreements with people yeah and i feel like you need to have grace if you know you just had a disagreement with somebody yeah you have to you can't put that you can't put that on, on other people and turn around and be like 
you have this i think they're a bad person so they were on your podcast so they need to go so yeah and you know what i mean you need to like first of all you need to manage your expectations and you need to give grace and know because i feel like if you're somebody who listens to this podcast then you should be somebody we've been going for like how many years three years in september it's gonna be three years i think we should have a party for that by the way but yeah we should have an after party after live show we'll talk about that after um yeah i feel like you 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 kind of you kind of get a good sense of us do you know what mm. i mean and you know like what our intentions are do you know what i'm saying mm. so like i feel like there definitely should be some grace and it should be if 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 people want you know some facilitation to sort out the issues absolutely we we're more than that. happy to do we that. are happy yeah. to do that but at the end of the day like yeah just have some grace yeah. do you know what i mean everybody needs to approach things with grace 100 mm. yeah 100 percent but yes it's going to be our live show in september, september yep. 17 yep um, 7 p.m do make sure you get a ticket the ticket link is going to be in our bio um it's on our instagram pages as well um it's going to be so 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 good mm-hmm. so don't miss out don't miss out should we, have, miss should out we have an par- after party i think we should have an after party yeah we also have queer mingle coming up on the 23rd of june tuesday 23rd of june at yeah. box park it's gonna be free if you go through shorty you see i'll come through yeah, you see <laughs> come through <laughs> you like come through yeah come through. um shout out to the scene who has been really good in promoting lots of queer spaces yes. like queer spaces um make sure you do follow them on instagram um, you've got quite a lot of E's in there. I'm not how many. I'm not sure how many. <laughs> but just type in the C, and surely you'll find them. Mm. Also, vote for Remy Bergs to win what? the Guap Gala. Make sure you vote for Remy Bergs. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's all the announcements for this week. Actually, yes. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, thanks for joining us. Make sure you use the hashtag Tutu's Podcast and Conversation on Twitter. Um, and also send us suggestions that like we're open to this is our space yeah so please hit us up if you want to hear us talk about anything or anything that is a guest you'd like to hear on here um please do but yeah until next week peace